Things now, Ranger Things. We're recording on Saturday, February, Saturday, February third, twenty twenty four. I'm Carlo Montanino, and I'm joined by Brendan Lyons. Good evening, everybody, and Dave Pacheco. Cheerio, Ranger fans. As always, you can visit RangerThingsPodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things Podcast. We'd love for you to be part of the show, so send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service, and if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Let's get into it. Next week's games, Monday versus Colorado, Wednesday versus Tampa, and Friday, February 9th at Chicago. But we're not, we don't care about that. There's so much better sports to watch in New York. We got the New York yeah. Knicks. We got the New York Knicks. Say yeah, go to your go to your go. Go ahead. Don't let me sing. Uh, don't let me sing. Don't, don't stop yeah, for me. The, this isn't karaoke. The, the New York Knickerbockers are currently they're on a nine they're on a nine mm. game heater right now, and I believe yeah just thirteen uh, yeah just fifteen minutes ago uh, they started their game against L.A. going for ten in a row so. Uh, the real question here, the real, the thing that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. the only thing concerning the Knicks yeah. we talk about on a Ranger podcast is totally is the curse of the Garden totally agree. real? Yeah. What do you think, gentlemen? Does yeah. the curse of the you Garden know, actually exist? Of... <laughs> I've heard um... a lot. Okay, there's, there's only one curse I believe in. We can get to that later, but the Sam I Rosen don't curse? know if it's the Sam Rosen curse. <laughs> I've heard a lot about this curse that you're speaking of where the, only the Knicks or the Rangers can be good at the same time. I don't buy it because there's been so many years where they've both been so shitty at the same time. Well, I, that's, I think that's the thing. It's either like it's either they both have to be bad to mediocre or mm-hmm. like only one of them can rise from the ashes at a time. Uh, and just, you know. I'm not a superstitious man, but the Rangers were on an absolute tear early mm-hmm. in the season, and the Knicks were pretty mediocre. Yeah. And then the Knicks make that trade for OG and Precious, and everyone was like, oh, I don't know about it. I don't know about it. And the next thing you know, the Knicks are a fucking world beaters, and the Rangers can't get their shit together. Well, yeah, now, I, I think it also it's like I think the Rangers should take to should use their template uh, because instead of trying to get the best player or to, to, you know, to trade a bunch of players away, it's it's a lot of like getting the right player 
or players right, right. to yes. plug into the lineup with the coaching and the system and, and the other teammates. You know, Excellent to facilitate tie greatness. in, David. Excellent tie in. That's a really good point. Yeah. You know what else I think it would be another really good Knicks well, Rangers crossover? I think uh I think before is the game against the Avalanche a home game on Monday? Yeah, it is, right? yes. Yeah. I think before that game, uh Peter Laviolette should should fucking call the Knicks front office and see if they could send like Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, send a couple of the boys, send a couple of the Knicks over to the fucking Rangers locker room before the game. Say a few words, announce the starting lineup, get the boys going a little bit, right? Maybe mm-hmm. get fucking Leo Trocheck running around in there in a Knicks jersey, right? Leo Trocheck, mm-hmm. fucking Vinny Trocheck's son, the official slash unofficial mascot of the New York Rangers now. I don't know if you've all heard. Yeah, I mean, I saw him but, actually uh, shooting t-shirt cannons. Last, yeah, last let's get like let's get the Knicks in there. Let's get the Knicks in there. Say a few words with Leo, the new hype man. Let's get these mm-hmm. fucking boys mm-hmm. going for the home stretch. That's what I think. That's what I think they should do. Well, I think you know. I think that was important in the '94 season, and though maybe it didn't happen until the playoffs hit for both the Knicks and the Rangers, uh, where you had a lot of crossover with Ewing and and um, and Messier. Oh yeah, you know, you know, pumping mm-hmm. each, you know, both the teams up, you know, respectively, and uh, you know, there there was like a like a, a New York against the world aspect and yeah. across both sports, and I think well, that was great. And maybe maybe the Rangers don't have that guy, that extrovert, that or that person that has such a connection with the city where they could make that you know actually happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Even though I packed up all my Ranger gear and it's in the attic right now. <laughs> you know what's a, you know, you, you so. know what's a real shame. You know what's a real shame. I think our most outgoing, lighthearted, like, just like loves to have a good time, would be an amazing just MSG personality at Knicks games or like see him at at City Field or at Yankee Stadium would be Artemi Panarin, but he's got the language barrier, and that holds him back quite a bit. But I think if it weren't for the language barrier, Artemi would be that guy. Because, like, physically and emotionally, he's that guy, you know? With the kicks and the dancing, you know, he's that guy. It's just there's the language barrier, so so verbally he can't be that guy. So I think he pulls back verbally. Well, who's that guy in the locker room? Like, I mean, there's definitely like I agree with you. Like, you know, Panarin's the guy. Like, he could be the public face. Like, he has the whole temperament. Mm-hmm. But who's in the locker yeah. room? Like, like Messier was daddy. Yeah. He was the father of that lo- locker room. I don't see yeah, I, and I think that happening in the, in the I locker think, room. I think they. I think there's Truba and Kreider are two, they're the Rangers' current adopted fathers, right? Mm-hmm. In the locker room, they're da- they're the dads of the team, and I I think the team has no shortage of dads. What the team needs is a fucking wild. Is this guy drunk uncle? Right. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're both like Steve Gutenberg, and none of them are Tom Selleck and Ted. Dirk. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. That's who you the need team all three. Needs. That's you need all three. That's the, the we the team needs a little 
I need think a little Roach, edge. I think Roach can be that guy. He's got the. I also, I th- he's got the stash for it, David. He's yeah, and stash. Roach is and definitely he, a Selleck. But who looks like a? Yeah. But who is uh, the other guy? Uh, who's Sam from Cheers? One from fucking Ted. Ted <laughs> Danson. Ted Danson. <laughs> I mean, I, I think honestly, and and you know, as far as like trade talks going, and 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 uh, Keandre Mello possibly doing it, and even though he is young and he's too, he's too young to be a daddy like that. But I think he daddy. has that crossover appeal. He's he's you know he's always he seems like a like a happy person like an extroverted person, though be it on the quiet side. But I think you know. I think he can make that happen, and there's far too many younger guys, and younger guys with who are either from out of the country, which kind of inhibits yeah. it a little bit. You know, I think you need somebody who's American who has, you know, I mean, who really has a a love of all sports, especially American sports like basketball and things like that. Um, who can who can bridge that gap? But you know, like you said, I think Panarin would be great. You know, albeit yeah. for the well, how about what if Jonathan Quick steps up? He could be you a know, de facto I, daddy. I think Jonathan Quick is being a little bit of a daddy right now. I think he's being a little bit of a daddy, but again, I think like I said, there's no shortage of dads on this team. You know? But here you know what? What about Alexi Lafreniere? He he's I know a he's year young. away. He's I know he's away. young. I know he's young. I know that this is like I wouldn't necessarily call this a breakout year, even though he's been uh, his best. Phenomenal, year. we could say but it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it so much if Alexi Lafreniere just fucking was like, you know what, fuck it, this is my team, this is my city, mm-hmm. yeah, and just started and just started moving around in his everyday life with that confidence. Just big dicking it everywhere. And became that guy. Just big dicking it all over Manhattan. And just became you know, that you know, guy. You know who's got kind of a big dick in it? And low key big dick? Is um is is uh VC. Um Yeah. Yeah. What one of my buddies that I work with, he he just sent me a picture like three days ago. And it's him and, and Jimmy VC. He, he saw him walking on the street, he had his hood up, he almost didn't recognize him. And he was like, yo. And he dude like VC took time out of his day chatted with him for like 15 minutes wow. took a picture you know and was just he was like dude he's like he's such a nice just like yeah. wholesome like a good fucking dude like he's see, like i wish more more celebrities and more people in general were like that see and i think he's, I, he, he's 30 years old and he's been around the league long enough and he's been um he's been in in uh in the uh, uh new york atmosphere long enough yeah. you know so uh I, I agree. I, I I love Jimmy VC, Dave. I love him, but I put him in the same vine as like Adam Fox. You know, these are mm. Ivy League guys. They're very cerebral. They're not. <laughs> these are not. These are not flashy people. You know mm. what yeah. I'm looking for is I want I want fucking flash. I want flash, and you know oh. what? I I, I want to see. I want to <laughs> see like I want to see like newspaper clippings. Well, it's not the fucking '80s anymore. But, like, I want to see pictures of, like, fucking Alexi Lafreniere and Keandre Miller, like, fucking banging around in the fucking village on an off night. <laughs> and I think you know maybe I mean? that's a, that, that, that is a problem. And I don't know if it's a sign of the times or just um, the clientele that the Rangers have right now. It's like you don't have these guys that fully or at least seemingly 
fully embrace New York for what it is for all its cultural and yeah. nightlife advantages. Like, you know, again, to reference like the 94 team or even just the teams in the 90s, you would see, well, you'd see Leach at the bar. Um, but you would see like Adam Graves, you'd see Messier yeah. around, you'd see Richter around. Like they didn't just go back to Westchester or Long Island, wherever the fuck they live and just right. like, you know, stayed there. I feel like a lot of these kids are insulated mm-hmm. for better or for worse. I'm not going to say, you know, it, it's definitely for better or, you know, whatever. But I think there isn't this, uh, immersion into the New York culture and like maybe Truba, Truba is actually doing it with his art, you know, albeit, yeah. you know, his his skill set aside in the art world, Carlo. Um, but I think there is he's embracing you know that aspect because you know how many galleries can you walk you know walk into just pop into randomly right like in Soho with you know I well, know I've done that. That's it's the thing, great. you know, Truba and Kreider and Mika and all these guys. I mean, they're doing what we're doing, you know, yeah. like. They're yeah. married. They have kids. Like they're going to art galleries. They're going to museums. They're, they're like they're having civilized dinners with 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 friends and families. I want to see sucks. like Walt Clyde. I want to see <laughs> Walt Clyde action at a Keandre Miller and Alexi Lafreniere. <laughs> no, you know Ronnie I mean? Duguay. I want to see some. I want to. I want to. I want to see some Ron Duguay. I want to yeah, see some orgy at Studio Fifty Four. That's what we need. <laughs> That's what I want to see. You know, <laughs> I want to see pictures. I want to see pictures yeah, of fucking of Jalen Brunson holding Alexi Lafreniere's legs for a keg stand at a Yo. just at a fucking dive bar yeah. in oh, Midtown. Man, that'd be fucking. <laughs> That's what I, I want to see. see. Getting shitty at Nancy Whiskey and and fucking yikes, yikes! <laughs> playing shuffleboard, just housing <laughs> hot dogs I mean? at Rudy's. Where are these guys? <laughs> you know. Let me right, see well, these guys. I mean, well, the Knicks are maybe, on a, the Knicks are on a ten, almost a ten o tear. Let me see you at the Garden for Knicks games. Well, like when like, they're not on the road, well, shit like, like that. Maybe, maybe that will happen if they make an impactful trade, and not necessarily a huge splash. I mean, let I mean, let's get into the trades that that have already happened. You know, they had their eye on uh, Lindholm, and then twenty four mm. hours after that, Lindholm gets fucking gets yeah. traded away. Well, I think I think the whole the whole Lindholm thing. I think so. I'm gonna let me rewind a bit. Kako, the rumors start going that Kako's on the block, and that we're eyeing up Lindholm. That wasn't the exact. That wasn't the exact rumor, but yeah, go ahead. The exact rumor was Drury's listening to offers, not taking listening Listening. to offers. Which I which. Of course, he wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't listening to offers on anybody on the team. Of course, right? I think, I think the the Kako specifically was leaked to drive the price for Lindholm up. Oh, the Rangers might be thinking about moving Kako for Lindholm. Obviously, I, right. I, I want completely more. agree. I don't and, think the Rangers were ever in on Lindholm. Oh no, the right, Rangers were I, not. Yeah, I I think you know, and it wasn't from the Rangers camp that leaked that. That was definitely from Calgary's camp. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So so uh, or um, yeah, Calgary. Yeah, Calgary. Camp. So the, yeah, like you said, so they can get a higher. But you know, so he, hall. So the haul that Lindholm got, it was a first, a conditional fourth, um, a young Kuzmenko. minor league defender and Kuzmenko, which say what you will about the individual pieces, that's a fucking mm-hmm. haul. For Lindholm, who is at best a two C, 
and maybe that. Right. I, I, yeah. I'm not a big I'm not a big Lindholm guy. He's not yeah. bad, but he's certainly not the player he was when he was surrounded by Kachuk and Gaudreau. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. But, you know, you put him on Vancouver. He's, and he's going to be a stud. Be surrounded by high, qual- you know, high quality forwards and we'll see what happens. It's, it's very clear that Vancouver is pushing all their chips into the center of the table. Yeah. They believe this is their year. And as a result, they've absolutely fucked the center market for the rest of the league. But whatever. Um, because there's no way in hell without that of happening first that Sean Monahan gets anywhere close to what he got in return. Well, what, so when, what, what went is- to Montreal. So Monahan did not get that that whole. It was just what a first round and a prospect, a first and a third, a first and a, a first third, and a third, and that's for it. Sean Monahan, yeah. I mean, that's nuts. That's nuts. I, I, yes, for sure. A for, conditional, a conditional third, maybe for Sean Monahan. Th- that's crazy for Monahan, but that's not crazy for the the next best guy in free in for the trade deadline right like the next best like that's yeah the the top three assets that are potentially moving at the trade deadline are have all gotten first round picks always it's just the yes yeah. which means which means adam henrique is definitely going to get a first round pick which is insane so have you have you heard that um morgan frost of the flyers might be might be a potential trade target yeah, I don't. I don't know if the Flyers are gonna, you know. So is so is uh, Middlestat, but I don't know if either of those teams are gonna I mean, do business. The Flyers have. The they were what going into the break. They're on like a five or six game skid or something like that, right? Yeah, I just don't and, know if either of those teams would be willing to do business with us. But it might not take that much to get them. You know, it's, it well, it's something to at least explore to to get a sense of what the price would be, and yeah. especially if they're um, you know, since they do need help down the center, especially for the third line. Um, that wouldn't be a mm-hmm. bad get, a young center, 24 years old. Um, but, you know, I, I do think what's just as important, maybe more important, is addressing, you know, the right wing. As if maybe yeah. maybe we do move on from Kako, which I don't, you know, you don't no, want to. Not, not, not right now. Not no, right. I don't but think we... If you could get a haul. I don't think you get a haul. You, you can't... Not, you're not, not going to find in, anybody better than Kako. Right. So not why move Kako? And remember, right. even if you even when we bring in an, like if when you move when you move Kako, essentially what you are saying is that no matter what happens moving forward, you're okay with Blake Wheeler being in your top nine. No, yeah. actually, 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 what you're saying is no matter what happens moving forward, you're okay with Blake Wheeler being in your top six. I I, I want to say something about Kako, okay. For like, use the fucking Men in Black mind eraser thing about when he was picked in the draft. Who yep. fucking cares? Kako, I don't. Capo Kako is an excellent hockey player. I agree. He is coming off a career year. He mm-hmm. was injured for the majority of this season so far. Mm-hmm. And every shift he plays, he's playing exactly up to the standard he set previously. Mm-hmm. And he's scoring yeah. at a better clip since he's come back from the injury. Now, right. mm-hmm. is he a second overall pick? Yes, actually, he is. He was picked second. 
Yep. What does it mean that he's not living up to these standards? What standards? He and let me is, tell you something. It, 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 uh, people get so butthurt because he's not scoring a hundred fucking goals. He's yeah. never. I, he was never going to. No. People are idiots. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I'll go ahead, Dave. Sorry. No, no, I got. Uh, I'll say this as well. You know, keep in mind, on our team right now is a is a player whose team gave up on them at the age of twenty three. Yeah. Who was drafted sixth overall? Mm-hmm. And the uh, and whose team gave up on them at the age of twenty three, and shipped him off to us for. A barely able to skate anymore, Derek Brassard. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, Mika was drafted sixth, Kaka was drafted second. That does- After first, it doesn't matter. Second overall to ninth yeah. overall is the same guy. It's, this, it's a wash yeah. from two to nine. There's first, but I'll even there's say two one, to nine, even and first. there's ten to 31 and then there's everybody else i mean but even a first overall pick like okay lafreniere is a first overall pick has he lived has is he Connor mcdavid no those people come once every 10 years look at every first overall mm-hmm. pick and where they're at now they're not all world beaters a lot are sure and a lot and the ones who are maybe half of them took a couple seasons to get to that point no mm-hmm. one ran out of the gate an amazing star. Connor Bedard is going to take two or three seasons to become Connor Bedard. Exactly. And Connor Bedard is. is not buried. He's and he's not buried behind anybody. No, he's playing first line minutes. He's leading that team. Yeah, he's playing first line minutes, top power play. You know? Uh and you know what? While while we're on the subject of 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 the guy we got from from Ottawa, Mika Zabanajad, I know he's having a tough go of it, but I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty fucking tired of the Mika slander. I'm pretty yeah. fucking tired yeah. of it because the guy is still putting up points. He's still the best penalty killer we have. He's still a fantastic two-way hockey player, right? Is he scoring at the rate that he usually does? No, but does that mean he's a bad hockey player that he should be traded away because he's having a down year? No, right? Stop. Like, people need to be fucking reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm i down on Mika because he's here. He's getting a ton of money, and he's here to do a job, right? I and get it. He, and he, he, he does – he's not very good at that job. I think if we just reassign the role to him and say, you're not, you're not on the first line anymore. You're a 2C, okay? Mm-hmm. Put someone else on the first line. Don't take that pressure off of him. Split him up from Carter. Set set Mika up to succeed instead of like forcing. He is not. Mika is an excellent hockey player when he's not in the driver's seat. When you put yeah. the pressure on him, and as we've seen this for the past four seasons, you put him in a pressure situation situation, and he folds. He's not a leader. Mika is not a leader. And I think what you're saying now directly relates to what we were talking about in the beginning of this episode is that we need somebody that is going to take it upon themselves, that is going to thrive under pressure in every situation 
and 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 basically drags the rest of the team with him, you know, by hook or by crook. So that's got to come through a trade because I don't mm-hmm. see it happening with the with the current personnel that's on this team. And you want to know something for the people who are bummed about the shit that's gone on for the la- in the last forty eight hours? That person was not going to be Elias Lindholm. Or that Sean, person or certainly <laughs> was right. not going to be Sean Monahan, and it's not going to be Henrique, and it's no. not going to be tell you anyone something. else on this list. You don't. No team has ever acquired the guy who won them the Stanley Cup at the fucking trade deadline. It's True. never happened. Hmm. It's never happened, except for an idea that I'm going to propose later on in the show. Then we might then. Well, we might now's the time to do it because we're going to get yeah. into the all-star game soon. So this is yeah, we, okay. this is the time. Bring it up. So I have two, two ideas for Mr. Drury. One, okay. both ideas involve getting out of the center race, like Dave said. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't chase down Adam Henrique and middle stat with the rest of the league. It's bad business, right? Shift your focus to the right wing under like on like, but you have to have a conversation with Peter Laviolette and that conversation needs to be, I know this is going to be tough, but the odd man out has to be Blake Wheeler and not Capococco. Yeah. Yeah. If we bring in another right winger. Right. And then I think you're looking at targeting teams like San Jose. We have a relationship with them. We talked about all the uh, all the possibilities with with San Jose in another episode. Right. Maybe you go for Duclair and maybe bring in a guy like Cunning or Coonan, however he pronounces his name. I think Duclair has that si- that sort of fiery personality too. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got right. that stuff that 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 fans are drawn to. I think, mm-hmm. especially if he's right. rolling. And he's gonna thrive in New York, and he already has. Yeah. Yep. The Duke. Yep. And and Cunning and Cunning is con- he's that's team control at the end of the year. Mm. So I wouldn't be upset if you give up a little bit more for for that for those two. What, what, I give mean, up just okay. a little bit more. So okay, can I? We did. We waived Benino. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're, that means we're in on Brzezinski. He's our man. Right? Is that is that we're sticking with that? Because if, we, if we're not uh, going to get another center, no, I think which, we waved, but we waved Benino, thinking that Heedle was our man, and now that's what I that's what I think happened, and then Heedle wasn't our man. Well, I'm saying if we're not going to go after another center, Brzezinski's him. He's he's him. What I what I what what I'm th- what I'm saying is, you you pick up a center in a package deal, getting your winger. If you can. Mm. I see, I see. I see. Like we, we, right. we could pick up a fourth line center with a two right wing, right, or three right, right. wing. Yeah, okay. Instead yeah, I mean, of, I, I like the Duclair idea. Know, I, I do. It, I don't think anybody below Adam Henrique that's available is better, or at least that much better than Johnny Brzezinski. I don't think like, Henrique's better. Russell, I don't think Roslovic is better than Johnny Brzezinski by a wide no. margin. Uh, so instead of trying to push centers down, let's bring in a winger and then maybe bring in a f- another f- 3.5 line center. Yeah. You know, and see if we could push, like, 
have like have a competition for third line center slash fourth line center. You know, mm-hmm. get more center depth going there, fill that gap, and then you solve your winger problem. And even if so you that's get one a, idea, and even if you get like a great right winger, maybe you aim higher than Duclair. There's no problem yeah, I was with thinking, Kako playing three uh, on a third line. Like, what a great third let line. Let me tell you something. Be. Let me tell you something. I I know a lot of fans would fucking lose their mind. You guys know me. I am one of the biggest Kako guys out there. You love Kako. I love Kako. I love Kako. This guy loves the Kako. I love Kako Kako. I would not be opposed to the following line at all. VC and Kako centered by Johnny Gaudreau, but centered by um, Zinsky by by Barkley Gaudreau. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That, makes that sense. line, that line is a defensive stalwart line. Mm-hmm. Nobody is scoring on that line. Yeah, which is a net. I would trust that team. line. I would trust that line on the ice, up a goal, game seven. 45 seconds left on the clock. That's my that's the line I want on the ice. All right. And now, you want to you want to know something? The third line? Well, here's the thing. You got to throw away, you know, I was listening to I was listening to I don't know if you guys listened to to Ryan and Greg over at Blue Shirts Breakaway, mm-hmm. but uh Greg had a really good point and I, I I agree with it a lot. We're not dealing with Gerard Gallant. This is not part of Greg's point, but to add on to his point, we're not dealing with Gerard Gallant anymore where it's just this is one, one goes first, two goes second, three goes third, right. fourth goes fourth, right? Ignore the numbers of the line. Our yeah. first line is Panera and Shortcheck Lafreniere. Yeah. They're labeled line number two, but that's our first line. Don't look at the label. Look at the minutes they get. Yeah. Look at the situations they're in. That's our first line. Our second line is the Mika line. Our third line is the Gaudreau line. Mm-hmm. Really? The Brodzinski line? Brodzinski, Cooley, Kako? Or Brodzinski, Cooley, Wheeler? Whatever rendition of it it's been? That's really the fourth line. So I wouldn't be opposed to dropping Kako down with VC and Gaudreau and putting them out there in what important a great, defensive yeah. situations. Situations. With a scoring and touch. And then getting, yeah. And there's 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 scoring upside there because both both VC and and Kako have scoring upside. And and yeah. I I think you know that it's important to say like this can only happen if Jury and Laviolette get together, the coaching staff gets together, and they go, hey, we got to drop Wheeler, we got to drop the dead weight. We like, are we an anti Wheeler podcast. Right. We have to right. get the younger kids more playing time. We have to give them right. more responsibility to empower them to be but better. Here, here's why this works. It works because Wheeler actually hasn't been bad with Cooley and Brodzinski. But he hasn't been good enough. He hasn't been good. He's actually, he's been best with Mika and, and Kreider. Right. But, but dude, he hasn't been good have, enough. We can't he hasn't been good enough anywhere. in a situation like that. We just he can't. Hasn't, he hasn't been good enough anywhere. I agree. I agree. He's just not uh, good enough in the, any any line that he's on. Um, but the thing is, when you get so you lose Wheeler, and then who do you have on the right? You have Kako. Mm-hmm. Who else do you have on the right? Is that Pitlick? <laughs> Pitlick is, yeah, exactly. 
Is Cooley a right winger or is he a lefty? Left winger. Cooley's a left winger. He plays left, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a problem. So we need a right winger. Absolutely. Right. You know, so another option is maybe looking at Anaheim. And get my boy Frankie back. I bro, I love Vitrano. I I love him to death. I want him back. But, but what? Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought, oh, no, I, I love him. him. Bring him. Oh, get okay. fucking yeah, yeah. Frankie. Bring Frankie home. I think we need another. We need an Italian boy on here. We need a. We need, we need the Vinny Trocheck's Nona's fucking. Uh, Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's a very friendly contract. Three point six. You might be able to get them to retain a little bit of it. Maybe. Or get another team to retain a little bit of it. You get him in here, and he's got another year on the contract. You get him yeah. right back on that first line with Kreider and Mika. Right away. Right back where he belongs. Let me let me just say something. before we Because we're going to move to the All-Star game, and this is touching on that. But Trocek and Vetrano, in that last group of, pick, of picks drafted, the NHL, or maybe not the NHL, but the players, they're very anti-Italian, don't you think? I mean, like, it's like they're like a little bit racist against Italians. I mean, if it wasn't for Scorsese in Hollywood, I think you know most Italians, you know, would be played by you know people of other ethnicities. So, I mean, it's why do you, why do you say that, Carlo? Because the what only two Italian guys in in the All Star game who doesn't want Fitrano on their little pond hockey team. He is. A, he wasn't the All Star team. He all, he yeah, was. he was picked in the last round. He was not picked. Along, Actually, along with Trocek, along with Trocek, Trocek right? and Vetrano were not picked, and they had to get randomly placed on a team to so no one's feelings are hurt. Man, that's fucked up. I didn't see that. I missed it, bro. Just saying. And you know, bring Vetrano home to New York. Let's get the Gabagoo connection going. The Gabagoon line. The Gabagoon. The Gabagoon. I like it. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be incredible. So, I mean, it. What What's craziest, really, though? Like, get back to kind of what we were talking about. Like, it's February third, and we're talking like it's March third. Like, the the trade deadline is a month away, mm-hmm. a month plus. And I think I used to take off of work that day on the trade yep. deadline to like watch the trades mm-hmm. p- come in. And now I just no point it. it, it <laughs> I, I haven't done it in the past five years because all the trades happen in the weeks prior. And then the day of it's like, Oh, fucking this plug defenseman got moved for three AHL assets. It's like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. I so, think, it, I think uh, Drury would like Dave said before, like, like what the Knicks did add, don't add, don't make big splashes. Add the right pieces. Unless right. he's going to do what I'm about to propose. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Yes, yes. That's right. Drum roll. Because what I'm about to propose is you leave everything the way it is and you throw the house. Everything you have available to move at this deadline, you throw it at one guy. Who? And that will, and that one guy's a rental. Hmm. Patrick Kane. No, <laughs> I'm gonna start from the fourth line, and I'm gonna work my way up. And you tell I'll me what you think of the say the name. Go ahead. All right, oh. do, do the shit. All okay. right, <laughs> my fourth line is gonna be Goudreau centering Jimmy Vc and Capo Caco. Mm-hmm. We just talked about that. Yeah. 
My third, my third line is going to be Johnny Brods centering Brod Will Cooley, Will Cooley, and I'm going to say Blake Wheeler. Okay. My second line is going to be the Italian Stallion Vincenzo Parmigiano centering Artemi Panarin and Alexi Lafreniere, and my first line is going to be Mika Zibanejad centering. Christopher James Kreider and one Mr. Gensel. No way, dude. Really? That was so anticlimactic. I was hoping for some wild ass shit. He is a point per game right winger. Gensel on our top line turns us into a legitimate cup contender. So what are you giving up for Gensel? Like Kako plus picks? No, no, no. A, fir- I, a first, a second, and prospects. A first, a second, and prospects. What? Which prospects? I mean, that's the thing. It's like hmm, we're I mean, for a rental in Gensel. Wait, say which, that. Say that. Say that again, Cole. You broke up a little bit. Say that again. Sorry. I said a first, so, a second, and prospects. Right. A first, a second. I just repeated a first, a second, and prospects for Gensel, who, in my opinion, a rental who, in my opinion, is a good hockey player, but he's been playing alongside Sidney Crosby for how long? Sure. Sure has. I I I will get a first, a second, and a couple of prospects if I played next to Sidney Crosby. <laughs> okay, it's risky. A first and a second, sure. Who cares? We're going all in. Prospects. Now you're shooting yourself in the foot. I wouldn't give up. I mean, Hartford has a lot of like Hartford is our bottom six right now, just waiting to come up. Once Goodrow's wouldn't give contract up is Zach gone, Zach Jones or or Roberts Robertson, I'd give one or the other up. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because Zach, Jones, second, Zach Jones needs to go anyway. Zach Jones needs yeah, to go. A first, he, a second, he, and no Zach Jones. That's a haul for Jake Gensel. Why don't you just go Lindgren for Gensel plus the second round? And then who's that defenseman? Who comes up and plays with you? Put we don't Miller wanna, up. We don't want to sub- no, we don't no, want no. to subtract at the deadline. We want to add. We want to add at the deadline. I don't think we have an I don't think we're subtracting. Lindgren's going to be hurt for the whole entire playoffs. And his and he's going to be an RFA, so that's sweetener for whoever we give him to. We're not going to keep him. He's not going to stay. So I'll, I'll either it's either Lindgren or Jones and you have to pick. Right? And it could go either way. Lindgren, we love Lindgren, but it's this is another Dan Girardi situation waiting to happen. So it's either Lindgren or Jones, and right now Lindgren's going to get you more than Jones will. So I'll, I'll and I don't know. So I I'd like, rather I, I I like keeping Lindgren for the playoffs, and then if we're gonna if we're I don't think we're gonna deal Lindgren. I think if anything, he'll just leave in the off season. I don't think we well. He's RFA. I don't think we risk. He's, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll we, go. I in, think in the, I um, think it'll be. I think they'll maybe move draft. Him in, they'll move him in the off season. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I'm just saying, like, if I don't want to give up Zach Jones for Gensel and then also move Lindgren, then we're then we're shooting ourselves in the foot because it's not right. about it's not like I want to win now, but like Gensel might not be the one to make us win now. There, we don't want to fuck ourselves over for next season or two seasons after that. That's just uh, my stance. Unless it's like a defenseman like like Harper or something who is like this the eighth. No, you know, the, eighth you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to give up, you're gonna chart. have to give up something pretty 
substantial for Jake Gensel. Jake Gensel's a stud, but he's a rental. He's a re- that's the thing. It's and, a rental. And right now, Pitts, Pittsburgh's on the outside looking in, pretty much. So they're like Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're not gonna just gonna want because he's gonna he's gonna get north of eight. Yeah, from anybody, like he'll go. He, mm-hmm. Even the most Toronto will sign him for six and a, yeah. seven and a half. You know. So that's the, I, mean, I, I like the idea. Right I like the Pittsburgh spirit of the Gensel, but I don't know <laughs> if I, I, I'm. If they don't, you know what's one season. You know what's from really now, unfortunate. What's really unfortunate is that there's a lot of good gets up in Buffalo, but they will never do business with us. Just their their ownership will not let them do business with the Rangers. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, like Tage Thompson looks like, nice. <laughs> well, I'm not not even a guy like that. Like just like a guy, a guy like Victor Olofsson. You know what about what about Dylan Cousins? Dylan Cousins, a guy like you know um, Casey Middlestat would be. God. Yeah, Casey Middlestat only making two point five million dollars at twenty five years old, and he's got control, team control. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be fantastic. You know, but they've got there's a lot of great options, but. Just they're they're never gonna do business with us at all. They're not gonna do business with us as long as Gortz is in Montreal. Montreal's not gonna do business with us. We've gotta look for a team. Right now, Drury has to find the next Frank Vitrano. And by that I mean They have to he has to get Frank Vitrano. No. So what I mean by <laughs> that is not is look for a team. That's going to have a guy in the next couple of weeks coming off the IR that's going to create cap hell for their team. Because that's how we got Frank Vitrano. I forget who it was that was coming off the IR for Florida, but they were going to be in cap hell. So they moved Frank Vitrano for a fourth. Mm -hmm. That's what Drury needs to go out and find right now. Yeah, well, I'll do that research this week. I'll see who's who's on the IR right now because I, there's definitely somebody out there to do in, like in that situation. Yeah, yeah. because I, I I don't think it's I, I don't think we're gonna get Henrik at all. As a matter of fact, it's Saturday. If we, it's Saturday. If this episode gets released on Monday morning, by the time mo- most of our most of you listen to this Monday afternoon or Monday evening. Henrik will probably be wherever he's going. Yeah. So congratulations, Adam, on wherever you are, your new team is right now. <laughs> so I have a question. What about – all right, so, like, let's start looking at the teams that are on the outside of the playoffs looking in that have, like you said, like maybe higher contracts on players that may have a year or two left, you know, and, and would, would create cap hell for certain teams. Mm-hmm. And we talked about – Having personality, having the love for New York City and is important uh, to bring that team cohesion, to bring that, you know, embrace that New York culture. Now, what do you think about bringing back Matt Zuccarello? No. No. No? Really? No. Just a, no, a solid no? There's no way that you too can old, see. Too old, too fat. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, I love Matt Zuccarello, but no, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Okay. If, if, if Zook did not sign that two-year extension during the season or earlier in the season, I would have said, yeah, there's a possibility. But he's going to be 38 by the time that thing expires. You're, 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 you're bringing him over just to buy him out. Next you're year. just selling jerseys, basically. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, he he would create that chemistry again. I think that can no, help. With who? I think with who? He, he, I, he's the he's an older veteran. He could be the leader. He doesn't have to put everything on his shoulder. I mean, I think he's got the personality definitely to 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 thrive. You know, in this situation, he's not been bad. He's, I mean, yes, I, he got hurt. I think Zook you know, would be great and a, a great addition to any team, including the Rangers that he's on. Mm-hmm. I don't think any team needs him. I think Agreed. Minnesota okay. needs him. But I think if the price is right, I mean Minnesota's sitting way, way out of the playoffs right yeah, but now. But would you? But what? Who would would you ask on Zuccarello if you're Drury? Absolutely. Would you say, "Hey, what 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 would it take to bring Zuccarello in?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, I know you guys are on hard times. Um, you know, what, what would it take for for Zuccarello to leave?" And then, you, what would it take for me to cut the heart and soul out of your team right now? I mean, they're already done anyways. So like both teams, the Rangers and the, and the Wild, but like <laughs> it's it, it's you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? So but what it's, would we it's gain? Worth ex- it's worth exploring because they're in such a, a a leadership black hole right now, and they 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 look listless, and there's no there's no fucking fire on this team. So since you yeah. proved that. I'm sorry, now, I just did. Sorry. What about wait? What about Phil the Hamburglar himself, Kessel, who's still oh, on goodness gracious one year, dude. This guy's this year. This guy's like health regimen while he was on an NHL team was abysmal. He just had a season and he was off. still making the All Star team and going to Stanley, winning Stanley yeah, Cups. But now he now he's had a season goals. off. This dude is in my shape like this dude's been didn't he win a stanley cup last year (laughs) he didn't he didn't play (laughs) and he didn't play that final round he didn't play a single minute just saying he still won a cup Uh, listen i i i love zuccarello i love castle i like these are players i love and i would love to have them on the rangers two years ago Mm. not now you think there's a a shot that they they would like go after uh, anybody on Chicago then, or Arizona. You think Arizona are sellers? I mean, they got a young core. They got they got guys that 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 play with fire. They're not going to give up their youth, so you have to go after like their the older guys, which suck. Right. Chicago yeah. is kind of in the same position. Um, unless like you have like you could probably pull a rental from Chicago for sure, hmm. but. I don't know. I don't know who that would be. That's gonna like make a big difference on our side. Again, this person yeah. has to be better than Blake Wheeler. That's like the yeah. bar. I can tell you who it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Patrick Kane. God, I hope. And it's, yeah, it's not gonna be Kane or Tarasenko because we. As it's we not gonna learned, be Kane or, Tar- or Tarasenko. Yeah, because you can't re-sign them on retained salary after you had already signed them on retained salary within the calendar year. <laughs> Can't do it. It's impossible. No, it's, so everyone shut up. It's in the la- it's in the it's in the last calendar year. Well, the, here's the thing that's confusing about it. They tech both of them technically are on a new player contract, but it doesn't say anything about new player contract, old player contract. It just says, you know, I forget the exact wording. It's like but, a a contract, not the contract, something yeah. like that. Oh, it's yeah, it's all contract, not the contract. I think yeah, I have so, it here. But I, I, I think it's just it's not 
one, like if we could get Tarasenko, we probably would have been hearing a lot more about it that other yeah. than like people on Twitter speculating. Yeah. So it says something like no club shall blah, 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 blah. Blanket statement reacquire as a part of a retained salary transaction, the SPC of yeah. a player who was on that club's reserve list within the past calendar year. Right. So you, you can't so, pick up the contract of a player who you've already had retained on your list. Not so like you can pick the, them up. You can pick them up. You just can't do it with retained with salary because sa- we did it right. with Mott. You yeah. just can't do it with retained salary involved. So if you wanted to pay full price for Vlad Tarasenko, go for it. That would be fine. Yeah. And we do have the money to do it now. It would be very foolish. It would be very, very foolish because if you're going to pay full price for anybody, go pay full price for Yanni Gord. He's a better option. God, I'd love Yanni Gord on this fucking team. I would love Gord on this team, dude. That would that's that's the move. Yanni Gord, one point five point one six. Would you 32, have thirty two years you, old, and we've got two more years with him? Would you, Would you rather have Yanni Gord or Ryan Hartman? Yanni Gord, Gord, all day. Really? Yeah. At Dave, everything you said this team needs is Yanni Gord. Yeah. The He's only the problem motor is of Seattle. The only problem is, is that Yanni Gord probably won't cost you a lot, but you'll definitely need to get some retained if you want to make another move, which we'd need to make another move because Yanni Gord, you're not going to have him play unless you're going to bring him in to play right wing mm-hmm. and leave Brodzinski as that third line center. Right. You want to bring him in and have that third line be Cooley, Yanni, Kako. Right. Or maybe Kuliani, Brodzinski, and fucking dude. That third, that to the moon. Kako really. and Gord on the same line would be that's, nuts. Oh that, I, but that's then you the still target. need, you still need uh, a right winger for yeah. that top line, and and it can't be Wheeler. It just cannot be Wheeler. But if you wave Wheeler, that frees up a little bit of Doski. Well, like a, a, a lot of people that they would potentially be signing for the rest of this year, anyways, the cap hit's not going to be the full their full salary. It's only going to be about half or less or like a third. Well, the, so the salary cap is recalculated every day. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like so, it's the AAV is in effect when they say like, oh, you have this much cap space and these are the contracts. Like that's like glossed over. It still basically averages out to be like, you know, you have to do a lot of junk like Tampa Bay. Like this is all the cap circumvention stuff. Like it's not really. It's just doing the math and figuring out like whose Excel spreadsheets better. Like, okay, today we can afford to have this guy on and then we're going to sit this guy in the minors and bring him back up tomorrow. So on average, the common math is fine, but we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can get real technical and say, Mm -hmm. let's. Bring in a guy who's more expensive and just send Igor Shesterkin to the AHL every other day when he's not playing, yeah. you know, and then you could save that cap space. And honestly, this is our this is the only year where we are really in cap. We're actually okay next year. So uh, Vince McCogliano was projecting that if the cap goes up the way they think it's going to go up, the Rangers will have about $15.5 million to play with. That's with Phil Heedle back on the books, I think. 
Yeah. And they'll That's only have they'll have to sign Kako. They'll have to sign. Well, here's a, here are the free agents go next year. Kako, who needs to be signed. Wheeler to the moon. Pitlick to the moon. Brodzinski, I'd like to see him under eight hundred thousand. Keep him on a mm-hmm. two way. Um, Lindgren, Schneider, you got to sign Schneider. Yeah. Lock him up. But you could lock up Schneider for probably two million dollars. For yeah, three. Well, years. he's RFA, so two or yeah, three. You can. yeah, two or three years. You can bridge him two or three years, and honestly, Kako's not going to cost you much after this year. I mean, Kako. Well, this is Kako's bridge year. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you got to give him a little bit of a pay bump. You have to, otherwise, he goes to arbitration, and then we're fucked because his stats are great. Actually, if you look at his stats, he's actually a really great hockey player. So. We're gonna get fucked. In so he's at two. He's at two point one now. I don't see him getting more than two five. If it goes to arbitration, he's getting three six. because yeah. that's his. That's his comparables. Look at everyone with the same numbers as him. They're making four easy. Yeah. So. so Even this, after this, this season, thing, no everyone, everyone in Rangers fandom is. A mental midget because they think Kako sucks, but look at his numbers. His numbers are on par with some of the best players in this league. But just not just not scoring cares. Just just not just not the goals and the assists. He he had fucking forty goals last season. You cut out, Carlo. Say that again. He had forty goals last season. He had forty points (laughs) last season. Points. Uh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. 40 points last season. That's still fucking good. Yeah, it is good. How many players? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, how many players have a half a point a game? 20%. So let's say, let's say he gets three, six. I'm fine with him getting three, six. I'm actually fine with that. That's dirt cheap for a player like Kako. Yeah. Cause they're all making, they've got, they've got room. They've got wiggle room next year. They've just got to get through this deadline. Yeah, but what I'm saying—the reason I'm saying that is, Drury can get creative and actually bring in a guy with a little bit of term, like Frank Vitrano. I, I think Frank Vitrano is the best move we can make. If if he just went and got Frank Vitrano and left everything else alone, I think I don't know. If, he wins. I don't know if that wins. A, I don't know. I don't know if that wins a cup. I it wins a deadline. So I, I don't know if you guys saw that Julian Gauthier was was waived. He cleared waivers yeah. today. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, thank you. I mean, for the right price, for something uh, low, he he could have been a nice pickup. Get for uh, Wheeler, throw him on the fucking third line. Wheeler's I, not going anywhere. I like Gauthier when he was here, but I didn't like him that much. You know, he, yeah, I think he's a, he's definitely a positive over Wheeler. I mean, Hands yeah. down. Almost anybody is a positive over Blake Wheeler. He just does not. He's a detriment to the team. Over, he's a cancer. He's a cancer to the team. I'm going to say it. Like every, it's been on the tips of everybody's tongue. Every, nobody wants to say it, but you know what? He's that bad. He's just not a good fit. Blake His personality doesn't fit. He sucks. Blake bowel cancer Wheeler. <laughs> Rough stuff. All right. Let, right. All right. So, Let's change gears. I'm going to change Blake gears. Wheeler, We're at the... Blake, Wheeler's, Blake Wheeler actually has 20 points right That's now. That's not bad. That means garbage. Uh, anyone garbage. could have 20 points playing next yeah. to Kreider as a Benichat. 
He's Blake the Wheeler. only guy who fucking scored against the fucking Maple Leafs when they lost seven to two or whatever. Like, Blake Wheeler, you know, it's Blake, like Blake, Blake Wheeler has twenty points for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now. Yeah, well, so it's Brendan, actually not terrible. Yeah. Brendan, no one asked. Fucking okay. nerd. No one asked you. Get out of here, nerd. It's I go by the eye stats. test. It's, about, it's, about, it's about gut. It's about gut instinct. It's, guys, it's actually all about stats. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Blake, we're now a pro Blake Wheeler podcast. Um, no, we're still no, very we're much anti Blake no, Wheeler. No. We're not very much anti Blake Wheeler, but we are not going to be an anti stats podcast. I will not allow it. Depends on the stat. So the All Star Game, All Star Weekend. Oh, God. I should say. Let's you change. Cut me off to talk about the All Star Game. We got to get moving. We got to talk a little bit about it. I mean, actually, I have a lot to say, Brendan. I know you have a lot to say too. Don't, yeah, don't we pretend. Do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brendan, I, I know you, you mentioned to us right. in the chat prior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that uh, you watched no hockey pr- leading up to the skills competition. I did not watch a single minute of hockey leading up to the skills competition. And I got to tell you, boys, mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I thought that was your doctor's I'm medication. I'm got you <laughs> I'm feeling good. My skin feels clearer. <laughs> I'm getting better my, sleep. My hemorrhoids recessed. I'm just everything just feels everything just feels a lot better. My stress levels and my cortisol my cortisol levels are way way down. I'm just I'm just relaxed. Mine started good. going down when I stopped caring. Oh, yeah, once you went into the sad boy mode, yeah. I see. I, I I've that the, they had the West Coast trip, so I stopped watching games. Then it's the All Star break. I stopped watching it. I, I, there's nothing to watch. And I I watched the draft. The draft was very funny. It was terrible. And you could look on RangerThingsPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. I wrote a re- whole recap. Um, terrible, terrible, terrible uh, production. Had some funny moments, but it's basically just the lamest thing I've seen. But it's um, not. It wasn't funny moments of like, oh yeah, they stripped it this way. It's like, no, Michael Bublé's fucking tripping on mushrooms. That's yeah. fucking. That was hysterical. Fucking, <laughs> that was <laughs> well, fucking hysterical. I, it was I'll like say a train wreck. Funny. It was Michael Bublé being on mushrooms was hysterical. In the post I put on the website, I called him a cornball. I stand by that. It's he's not it's not hysterical because he's so cool he was on mushrooms. It's so funny because even Michael Bublé does not take this league seriously enough <laughs> to fucking not be high on mushrooms during the All-Star draft. I know. This league is a joke. The NHL is a punch. fucking joke. After this All-Star weekend, the NHL is officially a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Wait, how do you feel mm-hmm. though? How do you feel about it? I fucking the NHL sucks ass. <laughs> it's so lame. Tate McRae, I don't know who that is. My, Maybe I think she's my popular. strongest my strongest opinion coming out of this weekend I don't know. is is Tate when Tate McRae is on screen. Do you remember that? Remember the the Saturday Night Live skit? I think it was called like Schlitz Gay with with Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, and Adam Sandler. Up, it was like when they pull the glasses up and they're like, <laughs> yeah, that's me every time Tate McRae. I let out an audible oofah every time this woman is on television. You know, actually, I'm, I'm watching her perform. And my daughter is like, why is her belly button out? And I'm like, because some people don't know how to dress. But then I'm <laughs> like looking at her. I'm like, she's not my cup of tea. <laughs> it is fine. Whatever. But I then yep. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Brendan is going to have a heart on this whole performance. And I'm glad you confirmed <laughs> that for me. Brendan. 
Tate the, McRae is just fucking. She's stunning. She's gorgeous. I don't even you know, know what? who she is. You know what? Google her. You know what? NFL, keep Tay Tay. We got Tate McRae. Yo, speaking, of, I, I caught like the last half of the skills competition, which I do enjoy the skills competition. It's probably the most fun I have during the All-Star break mm-hmm. is watching that. Um, Kuzmenko, Kuzmenko fucking making a joke of it. No, no, no Kucherov. Kucherov. That was Kucherov. Oh, Kucherov. Oh, yeah, sorry. Wrong Same, thing. yeah, super close. Um, super close. Like, just totally just being a dick. I, I, you know, I enjoy that. He's just trolling the NHL. And, you know, just basically showing how lame it is. And um, did you see the performance by that band called Talk? Is that no, what the, I didn't see the performance. With the, with the big guy in the Ottawa jersey? Yeah, dude, he looked like a fucking human version of Gritty, the fucking <laughs> Flyers uh, yeah. mascot. Yeah. I was like, look I've at seen him. I've seen him. Right I've here. seen him on social media a few they times. Suck. They I, suck. I didn't, yeah, he was pretty bad. I you know, I'm not into I'm not into I'm not into country rude. music. I'm not into country music. That wasn't even country, that was just lame shit. I'm super into Tate McRae now, I'll tell you that, boys. All right. So I want to Can I say one thing? Right, Can Brendan, I say one uh, thing about the yeah, yeah. you're gonna say about, one thing regardless about the musical performances? Can I say one sure, thing about the musical yeah. performances? How the, the this man was all over the weekend in his pink jacket. How do you not get Justin Bieber to perform at this thing? Because he was high on ketamine the whole weekend. Missed opportunities. Bro, how it's the a lame fucking league? How the fuck do they not get Justin Bieber to perform at this thing? I mean, they should have. Justin Bieber's. You got bops. Yeah. Is is it too late for him to say sorry? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, say, you know what? Chads and Brads and bros out there say what Chad. you want about, say what you want about the following statement. Justin Bieber fucking slaps. This guy can fucking I agree. perform. He's got good, Bro, he makes good music. His Justin last three albums. makes good music. Bro, I listened to sick. his last three his albums. His music is sick. Steady. <laughs> it's good. Justin Bieber rotation. makes good music. Bro, changes. And, and Justin, good album. And you want to know something? And you want to know something? Do you know how many people would have tuned into the fucking NHL All-Star game if they would have announced a month ago or two months ago that Justin Bieber was going to do a live performance at the NHL All-Star game? So so Justin Bieber had like um, some kind of like skin or throat issue or some shit like that where he canceled a bunch of tour dates. So he he couldn't perform at the All-Star game because it would interfere with the ticket sale. Like, it, it was like before he was like had the next concert, so yeah. I think that's why he didn't perform. But he should have. If performed. he, if he would have performed, even if it was a bullshit performance, like get kid, what is it, Kid Laurie or whatever, the TikTok the star, kid, get him in the there. Kid Larry. Who, yeah. fu- who the fuck is that? It's, Bro, that one song is that, pretty good. I, don't, I, I just don't know. He's an industry don't. plant with one really good song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, if if. If if Justin Bieber would have performed today at this game, the NHL All Star would have had a All Star game would have had a better performance doc docket than the fucking Super Bowl. Like Maybe, Justin yeah. Bieber would have been is a bigger get than Usher. Yeah, yeah forty five sure. year old Usher. Yeah, I mean, like with Usher... that, it's not even close, and it's not even close. You rather you might as well just like fucking. Puppet like weekend that Bernie's Frank Sinatra's corpse. You have Usher on the stage. It's right. ridiculous. I, actually, got, I would pay. I would pay to see them puppet Frank. Yeah, like, I mean that's pretty cool. The, <laughs> like you've got the front office yeah, of every league drool. 
You've got the front office of every other league drooling over fucking Taylor Swift and the relationship she has with the NFL right now. And Gary Bettman's got Justin Bieber in the building and does nothing about it. Yeah. Nothing about Justin Bieber is Taylor Swift famous. He is Taylor Swift famous. So and does more so, more bigger. It. He so, was Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. So yes. do you understand why I think the NHL is the fucking shittiest league in the world right now? Like this All Star Weekend, I agree. crystallized exactly why the NHL is just a piece of shit. If it's, I feel bad that I like hockey because I have no other way to watch hockey. How is this team a- not the Beliebers? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, let's I talk would, about the All-Star. Okay. I would rather see Tattoo ref, uh, perform. I think that would be been sick. better than that, be, that would be sick. Talk about, talk about <laughs> hot girls. Talk about hot They got to be like 40 now. But listen, I, I, mean, I, I heard can, – can we can we go back to Kucherov's yeah, please. performance real quick? Please. Because okay. I, know, I know you're mad about it, Carlo. I know you're pissed about it. Yeah. I mean, listen, the All-Star weekend, it sucks. It's lame. Who gives a shit? The players, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go to a cruel city and stay in a hotel and hang out with my buddies. I know it's awful. The All Star Weekend is there so that young kids could see hockey players having fun, and they can become bigger hockey fans. How many hockey fans listening to the show? How many hockey fans on this podcast right now watched an All Star game and said, "That's fucking cool. That's awesome. I love hockey now." Every one of you, probably. And I don't know. Kucherov, no, no. And Kucherov, it's not Kucherov like being funny and having a good time with the boys. It's half assing it because he's fucking cooler than the All Star game. Then then don't show up. Yeah. And don't show up. If you're really cooler, don't show up. No one's asking you to bust your ass and get an injury at the All Star game. Just fucking do the thing. Do the thing you're good at. This guy's on an MVP run. (laughs) He lost his MVP. He's not going to win it now because of this right. performance. He didn't play ball. He didn't play ball. Just play ball. Play, this is hockey. how the league makes money so that you can get a bigger contract. You want to retire? You want your last contract in this league to be north of $8 million? Fucking do the All-Star games. You're yeah. a fucking joke. This guy I thought it was. Sucks. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was yeah, funny. well, of course you do. You want to disagree with me. He was drunk. He was drunk. Well, no, I... I thought it was funny. I don't mind being drunk, but do the thing drunk. Like, that's a good bit. He's drunk and he's falling and he's really trying hard. That's funny. People would like watching that. But Not if you're half-assing I, I it. it. I just thought it was funny because it was just a clear, like, this is why the NHL sucks. Because the Kuch- there buff- are players like Kucherov in it. Right. It was the buffoonery. I, I laughed because I'm just like, it, this is just perfect. It's like perfectly encapsulates the suckage of the nhl not so, even does not the and nobody takes the nhl seriously michael buble yeah. did mushrooms your mvp your number one mvp candidate didn't even try to skate backwards during a skills competition the players don't take the nhl seriously yeah Connor McDavid this is a problem pissed off Connor mcdavid looked pissed of off. course of course yeah. he did um, yeah he put on a fucking show he, he always, well, everyone, he everyone always does. He everyone knew he was gonna. You yeah. see, fucking Kale McCarr was gassed after the skills competition. <laughs> he yeah. was legitimately gassed. He was like, hungover. He, like they were, tr- <laughs> like they were trying. Uh, 
You know, here's another here's another thing I walked away from the All All Star Weekend with. I don't know how this happened. I was talking to Sandra about it earlier, but uh, I don't know how this happened. But at some point over the last few years, I must have stopped hating Sidney Crosby. Same. <laughs> Same. You're and right. I didn't realize it until. Mm-hmm. Why? It, well, it's because they're bad now, I think. Not only <laughs> that, it's because he's fucking old. Yeah, he's yeah. old. Like, he's not Sid the well, Kid I, no more. I think it's because he's old and he's like... He's he old, stopped whining. He's, he yes. stopped whining and he's, he's old, but he's still really fucking good. He's so good. Yeah. And like, and like I was watching, like I was watching him just like out there, like doing, like doing the skills competition, like, like playing hockey with his son on the ice. And I was like, I, I really like Sidney Crosby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was talking to Sandra about it, and it's like she was like, Yeah, I mean, you know, we hate him as a penguin, but like off the ice, he's always been like the great. Like people around the league and around sports love this guy. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. I've I thought about it for the first time for the last twenty plus years. I've hated Sidney Crosby who by all accounts is a fantastic human being. Mm-hmm. And I have always loved Alex Ovechkin, who by all accounts is a dog shit human being. <laughs> I mean, is he? Is yeah, he? I, think I don't so. think he's a dog. I, think, no, I don't so. think so. I think so. I think back Backstrom's the only one who has anything nice to say about Alex Ovechkin uh, around the league. He did. He did try to get a car for uh, a charity during that other, the 2015 yeah. all-star game. Yeah. He does a lot of charity. I like. I, I have no personal beef with Ovechkin. I don't know. He's his... part of the fucking Putin propaganda machine that tried All to right, take I'm up not, an errand. You know what? I, I, mean, don't, I don't talk politics no, on this podcast. I blame him. I blame him for I, trying I to take I out Artemi Panarin. That, that toes the line when they have family in an oppressive country or anything that that could be you know problematic for them. So yeah. you know. Well, anyway, know. the point of my story is I kind of like Sidney Crosby now. And Sandra yeah, asked me a I mean, question. She I like, was like him too. She was like, what would you do if somebody traded Cros- like what would you do if they traded Crosby to the Rangers? And I was like, I'd, I'd, get, be fu- I'd, get, I'd get a Crosby jersey. I'd, I'd, yeah, <laughs> I'd get a Crosby it's in jersey. like it's it's in the like, it's in the mail. Like I yeah. like I already in my car in NHL shop, I already have the custom jersey made. And I've just been waiting years <laughs> to hit to hit fucking buy on it. I actually already bought it years ago. It's in my closet. It's just, yeah, you just have a stashed away vacuum sealed. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, all right. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Like, for, from what you've seen from this All-Star Weekend, has Shesterkin been completely exposed as a total head case? He's a complete psychopath. Like, I mean, like I, this I, guy... I, like, Say, say more. Say more about this. Yeah, I will. Uh, I mean, listen, he's – I think we've known this. He's a bit of an introvert, and that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Again, there's a language barrier. There's a language there's barrier. There's a language there. barrier, sure. Swayman pulled a little bit out of him. I like to see that. That was nice. Mm-hmm. But, like, Shesterkin, like, he's so, like – he is, like, a we- – like, all the weird parts of Hank – or like tripled mm-hmm. in Shesterkin. Like he had to get special pads made and a special helmet made for the All-Star weekend. No other goalie did that. Right? He is he keeps to himself. He like when even when he got drafted, it was like, hello, hello, hello. Okay, okay, but and like he didn't want to talk. He, he like he shook hands with Justin Bieber and it was like a weird, awkward thing. Like 
Shesterkin is like a book reader, right? Which is cool, but like... Definitely a cat person. Definitely a cat person, though he has a dog. I actually, I was on his Instagram today. I'm like, what is this guy about? Smoke show wife. Good for him. Obviously. Yeah, duh. But he's like, he's a head, he's kind of a head case. And not in a bad way. Now he's a good, he's not a weirdo. But I think this weekend kind of helped get him out of his shell a bit. Break him out of the cycle. I think this weekend's going to be the best thing for him going into the rest of the season. Yeah. I watched him play today, at least the majority of it. And I came away thinking, okay, Igor's back. Well, every, not he like, got it totally exposed on the well, glove side. Not, not because not like saves, not, not saves or like, I'm not talking about his actual mm-hmm. performance. I'm talking about like, he was having fun. He was smiling. Yeah, yeah. Somebody scored a, yeah. somebody scored a goal on him and he punched them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was laughing and he like he started throwing swings at him. Like he was this is what he needed. He, mm-hmm. Nobody was taking this. Like, yeah, there was a million dollars on the line, but like it wasn't like goalies were like it wasn't like goalies were going all out. Nobody was playing defense. Right. Of course that of course every goalie was gonna get lit up. You mm-hmm. know? Um But like he made a he made a couple of nice saves. He was you know? really, really good until I thought it was cool someone that Barzell. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool that Barzell picked him mm-hmm. in the skills composite skills competition. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like how he had the pad stack like for the left yes. shot for Barzell. Mm-hmm. I like okay, he's he's having fun with it, and yeah, and I, I I I'm inclined to agree with you, Carlo. I think he needed to kind of loosen up, kind of like yeah. break that mm-hmm. monotony of seriousness uh, that he, you know, the I guess the stand level of standard that he's been holding himself to. You know, it's gotten too much into his head. He needs to fucking just kind of, he needs that balance of, of yeah. play play and work, you know. And, and I think hopefully this was mostly play for him and he can, you know, get back to business, you know, going forward in the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, you know, like we said last week, Carlo, you know, it's like he needed to go up to Toronto, get mm-hmm. loose with the boys, drink some fucking Labatt Blue. Hit mm-hmm. some strip clubs. You know, you know maybe go out. Find a couple of questionable, uh, you know, a couple of Tate questionable McCray. friend groups. Nah, nah, you go out, you hit some nightclubs. Yeah, you find stays a couple, away from the, you find a couple the of Canadian, fucking, like, world team couple players of, and stuff like that. A couple of questionable groups of people from, from Quebec, you know, to ha- some, some <laughs> Quebecois to hang out with, you know. Uh, one eye, go, to, go to One Eye Jacks. Yeah, um. cut loose a little bit, you know. <laughs> Um, have some fun. That's what he needed, and he did. You know, and then he went. Oh, excuse me, and then you know, then he came up pretty big in that shootout. He made some pretty, pretty Dude, nice saves, and I, then he so, got mobbed. He got mobbed by his team after the shootout. Yeah, I mean, when he was selected, when he was drafted, it, I almost heard uh, like people snickering when he was like skated uh-huh. away, right? And I was like, well, that's weird, because everyone had a hot mic, right? Hmm. Today, I, I watched the games today. He, for all intents and purposes, stood on his head. The only time he was scored on was all high glove side, which that's uh-huh. the book on him anyway. So, but again, he had fun. He was like, and you know what? He got a, what, $800,000, his, his cut of the million. So good for him. Yeah. What, $80,000? Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
so does anybody have anything else about the all-star game uh or the weekend i mean not really i just think you know leo 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 trocek our new official unofficial mascot that's it all right all right so let's do this um we could go a little bit longer. You want to talk about the Rags Rangers debate, or you just want to go right to three stars? What do you mean, the Rags Rangers debate? Let's, <laughs> oh uh, let, let's open this up a little bit. <laughs> Why so, did you even fucking like to, bring it up? Because I, I wanted I to talk like about to explore it. This. I would like right. to explore this a little so, bit. So, uh, was it Lazarus? He's like a Johnny Lazarus. The yeah. John Lazarus. Jesus' best friend? No. Um, <laughs> He just found out that people call the Rangers the Rags. No, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. He, ahead, Brandon, he knew it. that the he, he knew that the Rags were a were a uh, people called them the Rags. What he didn't know is that the Rags were a derogatory term used to describe the Rangers and their fans. That's so, what it was. Which is okay. He didn't know that. Fine. But is it the the debate I was seeing online is like people like fans saying, can we call the Rangers rags or can we not? Like we should not do it. It's the devil say that about us or people saying, yeah, I use it all the time. Personally, I use it all the time. Same. Uh, I you got to own that shit. You got to reclaim shit. it. You got to take it back from yeah. your oppressors. It's it's out. Yeah, it's our word. If a devil's fan says rags, I'm going to murder them the on the street. Feet. But I can yeah. say it to other that's, and, that's and if a Rangers fans that's on site. On site. Right. But a ra- if you and me we're people, we're both we're real rags, that's okay. Yeah. Right. It's like Pete Davidson who makes nine eleven jokes, that's fine. He's oh, Staten boy. Islander, his father died in nine eleven, he could do that. Anybody else from not not from New York talking about nine eleven like that? Get fucking a shot to the chops, get a little husk. Yeah. Yeah, Bro. here's my here's my thing though. Here's my thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my like my issue is not like I'm I call them the rags all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the part of this that's bizarre to me. Uh, what's bizarre to me is that how bizarre a, a personality so close to the Rangers and so close to the NHL. Mm. Wow, with such a large following. Mm-hmm. Does not know that this, that <laughs> just, like the, like does not know that rags is a derogatory term for Rangers. I mean, it's, I, I yeah, it's I, not. What I'm saying, Carlo, wild. is that it's it's that it's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine, right? <laughs> it's, like I've never been one of these learn your history type of boomers, but like l- like this is <laughs> like I've known this since I was 11. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I've known so, that the rags is a derogatory yeah, term for Rangers right. since I was eleven. But it, it, yeah. I've always same. But I've always just you. I embrace that shit. Right. That's yeah, not the, the point. Rags. That's but not. You, but that's Dave, you're you're not, you're you're not a writer. You don't write about the Rangers. That's. For that's your job. Right. <laughs> right. And and, and right. if you did, Dave, if you did, I'd expect if you wrote about the Rangers for your job and had twelve thousand followers on Twitter, I'd expect you to know that Flyers fans 
call the devil, call the the Rangers the rags as a derogatory term. Yeah, is my yeah, point. That, I mean, that's just a sign that's, of professionalism. That's my point. That's my point. Look, so what do we like? Call Masters. for a public boycott of this guy? <laughs> like, no. no, 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 no. I like Jesse. I like Johnny. I like Johnny. So yeah. I actually I'm in full agreement with his co-host Avery. Mm-hmm. What kind of Ranger fan doesn't know that the word that the rags is a derogatory term? Right. And that's not coming from me. That's coming from his buddy and co-host. So yeah, this is a. I, I love Johnny. This is a big L for you, Johnny. You, he, Sorry. And, and you know what? Kudos to him. He's taking that. He's he is he's, he's taking owning the L it. On he's this owning one. it. He's owning the L on this one. Yeah, but I mean, for me, the whole thing is like he took his L and he's doing it right way. It's really the people who are so butthurt about it. It's like, listen, I'm I can say the rag. I'm a rags fan. I can say rags. Yes. Okay. You, if you're not a, if you're not a, if you're not a real Rags fan, you can't say it. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I explained this to my wife and she's like, this is like the N word. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> slow down, slow down. <laughs> this is hockey yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is All far right. more serious. This is this professional is, hockey. This is this is for real life, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, anyone could say the word rags, and it doesn't no. matter. It's, no, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll, on site, if a Devils fan says rags, pff, bro, bro, there, I'll take video is, there, of that person saying it, and I will fucking body cancel blow. them. There is Dots. no, there is no abbreviation for that works for what do you call them? The jurors, the ranges, you know. The uh, Rams. Like, like, like every other multi-syllable named team, you can abbreviate the Pens, right. the Caps, the Devs, you know, the Knickerbockers, the, the Preds. The no, Knicks, you can't. You the, can't you know. do that one, Dave. Knickerbocker. Oh, the Knicks. The That's Knicks. just their name. Though. Yes, the Knickerbockers. No. They're, 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 they're the They actually are the Knickerbockers. Yeah. Yeah, so Knicks, yeah. Did you know the Mets are actually the Metropolitans? How fucking stupid yeah. is that? Wait, hold on, Brendan. Did you not? Did you just learn this? Did, yeah, did you just learn that this year? <laughs> no, I've known that, my, I've, I've known that my whole life. I've known that my whole Hence life. Hence, they have the fucking, fucking the skyline fucking logo behind the Mets sign. Like, come on. The New York Metropolitans take the field. All right. All right, guys. Three stars. Well, like, all right, wait. Oh, no, okay, wait, Dave. Wait, let's no, because you got the Brooklyn Dodgers. Why would they call the Dodgers? You know why, right? Yeah, they dodge the draft. Right, yeah. No, because they dodged fucking trolley cars, you idiot. Not because they dodged the draft. (laughs) No, not the draft. No, No, I said said draft. I said the draft. Yeah, he said draft. And then why the fuck are they still called the Dodgers in LA? That's fucking stupid. Oh, stop defending your fucking team. Nobody cares about the Mets. Wait, they were Just dodging like trolley cars. Jets. Actually, no, hold on. They were dodging <laughs> trolley cars. Why? Get the fuck out of the street. Because they, they they were so pervasive in 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 Brooklyn in the early 1900s and stuff like that. You gotta that run around. It, see? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Watch out! It's a trolley fucking, car. Your little fucking newsies outfit on. Yeah. You're fucking <laughs> stealing the uh, apples from the cart on the from the Italian guy on the corner. Yeah. And they called the Yankees because they would just jerk off on the trolley cars. Nope, that's not what. Well, that's, that's not it. I, <laughs> that's not no, it. All right. No. All right. All right. Nope. Three stars. Three stars. Brendan. Who? Uh, Brendan. Who's your star of the week? Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. All right. Dave. Who's your star of the week? Ananobi. All right. And mine is uh, Michael Bublé. Um, Sick. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, your fraud of the week. <laughs> fraud my of, fraud of the week? My, my fraud of the week is uh, Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman. Dave? Uh, Gary Bettman and the way Michael Buble eats uh, corn on the cob. Oh shit! What okay. The fuck? Sideways. Look, yeah, Google that. He eats right. it like he's eating a hot like up, like, like up and down. That's like, madness. That's like, madness. No, he does not. No, he Google doesn't. it right now. No, Google he it doesn't. right now. Bro, Google it right now. No, he you will doesn't. not be disappointed. That's gonna be the photo like, does, of this Michael episode. Play corn on the cob. That's Hold it. On. Does he like? Does he eat it like? Like, like this? It's him on the street walking with a corner cob. Eating it like he's fucking like an ice like cream cone, like he's an informant for fucking you know. Hold on, uh, hold on. I'm googling the shit out of this right now. Hold on. <laughs> no, bro, that's just from like ten years ago too, or some shit. Yo, this dude is just go- going to town. Like he wasn't cooking mushrooms during that because you can't eat all mushrooms, bro. This guy, Michael Bublé. Corn on the cob. <laughs> Yo, hey Buble, you're my, you're my, you're my. Star Michael Buble corn you know on the cob tattoo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Take right, it my... easy, bro. <laughs> he might have a. He, he might he might win an AVN award in the future. Yeah, that'll be the photo for this episode. Um, <laughs> my fraud of the week is uh, the NHL as a whole, and that's it for this. So was Michael Bublé. No, that's my three. That's my star. No, that was his star. That was my star, oh. and especially after seeing that corn <laughs> picture, man, I gotta call this guy up. Uh, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Remember, visit our website, RangerThingsPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, send us an email. Contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. For Dave Pacheco. Good night, everyone. And Brandon Lyons. Good evening. Mm. How apropos. I'm Carlo Montanitos. See you all next week. I got it.